Welcome to the Rural Woman Podcast, a platform for women in agriculture, ranching, homesteading, and more to share their stories. I'm your host, Caitlin Dubin. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. Today you're going to hear from my friend Paige Powell, who is from Dripping Springs, Texas, where her and her family own and operate Black Bear Farms. I've been connected with Paige through social media for quite some time now, and I have loved getting to know her, and I know you guys will too. But before we get to today's episode, I just want to chat with you guys. I feel like this bi-weekly harvest podcast thing is really cramping my style. (laughs) I've missed connecting with you through the podcast as well as, you know, kind of taking a break through social media too. It has been crazy around here. We are about halfway done harvest now and we have snow in our forecast coming in the next couple days. So warm, dry weather thoughts and send them my way if you could please. And before we get to today's episode, like always, let's go over the review of the week. So the review of the week comes from Gordon and a whole bunch of numbers over on Apple Podcasts. The review is titled Farm Her. It says, honestly, ladies, listen to this podcast. Listen to it when you're washing the dishes, folding laundry, mowing the grass, gardening, in the tractor, or whatever it is you're doing. It is a great listen to other women in egg telling their stories. Well, thank you so much for your awesome review over on Apple Podcasts. If you've been enjoying the podcast, would you mind leaving a review over on Apple Podcasts too? This helps with the show rankings and helps share the stories of women in agriculture just a little bit further. Also, can I just say I love it when I get those DM notifications pop up that you guys have taken a screenshot and tagged me that you're listening to the show. Keep those coming because I just love them and it gives me the energy and the knowing that harvest will soon be done and I can be sitting right here in front of the microphone just a little bit more often. If you guys keep spreading their Rural Woman podcast love, I will keep spreading it right back. There has been a couple of fun things been going on for the Rural Woman podcast. If you're a patron over on Patreon, then you know that we recently did our first quarterly draw and our lucky friend Leyland won her own Deep Roots Rural Woman podcast hat. So if you'd like to support the Rural Woman podcast and receive some great rewards in return, then just head on over to wildrosefarmer.com and learn more about becoming a patron through Patreon. And also, we did a really fun social media contest. If you're not following me over on Instagram, then you should be. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did this really fun dance-off for the theme music for the Rural Woman podcast, and our friend Julia won a great prize pack. So I'm going to be doing more of these in the future. So make sure if you are not following me at Wild Rose Farmer over on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, really wherever you can be social. That's where I am under Wild Rose Farmer. But let's get to today's episode where you can meet my friend Paige. Hey, have you been over to shop Wild Rose Farmer lately? There are so many new great t-shirts, tank tops, stickers, and more. There's even official Rural Woman podcast gear now, including great t-shirts and hats. Feel good knowing when you're shopping on Shop Wild Rose Farmer, you directly support the Rural Woman podcast. And don't forget, members of the Wild Rose Farmer community save 20% off their first purchase. So head on over to wildrosefarmer.com for all of the details. And happy shopping, y'all. Paige, how are you? 
I'm awesome. How are you? I am doing so good. Thank you so much for joining me on the Rural Woman podcast today. Well, thanks for asking me. I'm so excited and a little bit nervous. Like I said, (laughs) don't be nervous. We're just chatting about farming. So nothing to be nervous about, right? So (laughs) Okay, here we go. (laughs) So Paige, I believe I found you on Instagram really early on in my Instagram farming journey. And I have been enjoying following you along for the last two years, I think. So for my listeners who are unfamiliar with who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and where you're from. Okay, awesome. Well, my name is Paige, and my family and I live in a small farm in Dripping Springs, Texas, which is just west of Austin. And we've been out here about four years now farming part-time. It's mainly just me doing all the farm stuff. But in between, you know, the softball and the school functions and the all the mom things that I have to do, I'm out here on our little farm and, you know, living my dream. And if I am correct, you are Rachel Hollis's next door neighbor, correct? <laughs> well, no, she lives in the same town, but I've actually <laughs> never seen her. So, well, no, this interview <laughs> this interview is over now because that's all. <laughs> right. Done. I just wanted my connection with Rachel Hollis. That's right. Obviously. You're no good to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us more about your farm, the name of it, how it got the name, and how you got into farming in the first place. Okay. Well, my husband and I have never farmed before. We are first-generation farmers, and We lived in Boulder, Colorado for a little while. We were both born and raised here in Austin, Texas, but his job moved us to Colorado about six or seven years ago for a little two-year stint there in Colorado. And while we were there, the house that we were living in was on some land. It wasn't a lot, but it was a little under two acres. And coming from, you know, the city and all the city brings with it, moving out to some land was just eye-opening for us. We had two small kids at the time and ended up having our third child while we were living in Colorado. And it was just nice to open the doors and let them go out and play and let them just be free to do whatever they wanted to do without having to worry about, you know, a car coming by or person who drank too much walking down the road, things like that. So we sort of fell in love with the aspect of being on some open land. And then we had always sort of been into farming. We had backyard chickens when we lived in downtown Austin. And, you know, we had a little aquaponics garden back there. So we always were into it. We just stepped it up a notch when we moved out to Dripping Springs. But the way we got our farm name, the name of our farm is called Black Bear Farm. And the way we got it was the day before we moved out of our house in Colorado to move back to Texas, my husband woke up he would walk the dogs every morning real, real early. So it was still dark. Anyways, he got the dogs, walked them down the driveway, did our little loop in our little neighborhood. And as he was coming back home and coming back inside to put the dogs away, he noticed that the lights were on inside my car that was sitting in our driveway. And he thought, oh man, the kids turned on the lights. Paige is going to be so mad. Her battery is going to be dead when she wakes up. So he goes, puts the dogs away, goes back out to the driveway to open the car to turn the lights off and he couldn't get the door open. It was jammed. And as he was looking to see, you know, what might be going on, a bear growled at him from inside our car. So a bear had opened the car door, a black bear had opened the car door, gotten inside the car to 
go after, I don't know, probably Cheerios or goldfish or something. And the door shut behind the bear and it got locked inside of our car. It was nuts. That is insane. (laughs) It was crazy. And it was in our driveway, which was about 10 feet from our front door. I mean, it was just crazy. So we called the wildlife lady and she had to come out there and help us get the bear out of the car because we couldn't unjam any of the doors. The bear had torn the car apart from the inside and it was stuck inside of our car. I think I would be scared to open the door myself. (laughs) Yes, we were very scared to open the door. It's funny because we called the wildlife lady and she said, just go open the door. It'll run out. And we were like, no, no, no. We're from Texas. We don't deal with black bears. We are not opening that door. And she came and she said, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to scream really loud at this bear because they don't like loud noises. It'll run in the opposite direction and we'll be fine. Well, she opened that door and started screaming to that bear, and it turned around and charged her. Oh, my God. And Yeah. So <laughs> thank God she had her gun out and ready to go. But still, I was like, see, this is why we don't open the doors. Like, that bear would have come at us, and we wouldn't have been able to do anything. So it was a crazy story. And part of it I got on video as I was watching from my kitchen window. And it was just nuts. The car was totaled. And so the next day, we rented a car and drove it to Texas. <laughs> and that's how Black Bear Farms came and to be. <laughs> that's right. That's the story. Hey, all we'll get right back to our episode after a word from our sponsor. Nestled in the tree-filled mountains by Kootenai Lake in Nelson, British Columbia, KL Skin Naturals was founded in 2013 by owner Leah. KL Skin Naturals is known for their award-winning natural deodorant that I have personally been using since early 2017, and I can tell you from personal experience, it passes the farming test. You know what I'm talking about. I feel good knowing that the deodorant that I'm using is free from harsh chemicals and scents. All of their products are produced by hand from the very first measure to the very last label. Each recipe was worked, researched, perfected, and tested on family and friends who all agree that there's something unique to be offered in the effective products that Leah is making. Listeners of the Rural Woman podcast can save 10% off their order with promo code WILDROSE10. So head on over to klskindeodorant.com to choose from their wide selection of clean scented natural deodorants, plus other natural skincare products such as fresh aloe skin cream, foot butters, and more. And now back to our episode. So tell us more about your farm and what you guys do there. Okay. We are on a little bit over 15 acres here, and we're mainly chicken farmers. We have chickens for our egg laying production, and we also have some broiler birds for some meat. And this past year, we just started doing some pigs. Again, we don't know what we're doing, so we like to do a little trial run before we, you know, get a large herd of animals or anything like that. So Right now we have three pigs, but I think we have about 350 chickens on the farm right now. So we do chickens and pigs, and then we also have an apiary, which is basically a fancy word for a bee farm. So we get honey and pollen and honeycomb from the bees. And you also have peacocks as well, if I'm correct. We do have peacocks. Those are just for our enjoyment. They don't really do much for the farm, but they're really cool to look at. And they had our first baby this year. So we're raising a little wee peacock. I was so excited to see that for you because I was like, I think that's their first baby. It is. And we've tried three years. This is her third year to sit on a nest and our first year to actually have unhatch. Very cool. So So it was really exciting. Yeah. 
Do you keep the feathers then or do you sell the feathers for anything or are they just kind of just for fun? I sell the feathers. If anybody wants to buy and they're more than welcome because we get 100 and 150 every year. Clyde, our peacock, they molt those feathers every year and grow them back the next year. So as he drops them, I just collect them and I sell them just as like a bunch. But I've also made little Christmas ornaments where I've put the end of the feather in a glass ball and people hang them on their Christmas trees and it's turning out really pretty. I was perusing your website before we did this interview and I was looking at all your fun stuff. I'm like, Paige, take all my money. Like you have some great things coming off of your farm. (laughs) Yeah, I try to just, I'm like, can I sell this product or can I make something out of this to bring a little income to the farm? So I try to if I can. Yeah, for sure. And you also have cattle as well. You have Speca and Panda, right? We do. We have, they, again, don't really bring much to the farm at this point, but (laughs) they're real fun and we've grown too attached to sell them. So yeah, we have Speca. She's our milk cow. She's an A2A2 milk cow jersey and she's wonderful. She's a little brat sometimes, but her milk is delicious and I'm thankful for her. And then she actually had a calf a couple of years ago that got bloat and didn't make it. And so we got this new calf, Panda, in the hopes that she would just nurse on our jersey. It didn't quite work out the way we wanted, but she still stayed at the farm. And now she's a little bit of a local celebrity. Everybody likes her. She is absolutely adorable. I just love her. Yeah, she's pretty cute. I think Panda and Taco would be the best of friends. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So you also have been doing some fun farm agro-tourism kind of stuff on Black Bear Farms too. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, totally. So, you know, at the beginning of this journey, I thought, well, I just want to have stuff here that I can sell, chickens and eggs and honey and things like that. But as I was out and about in the community and I would say, yeah, we live on a farm. And if you ever want any farm products, let me know. People were open to that and responsive to that. But more often they would say, you live on a farm. We want to come out to the farm. Can I bring my kids out to the farm? Can we have a play date? Things like that. So the idea just started rolling in my head that people want to be out on the farm, seeing what you're doing, you know, getting their hands dirty and, you know, interacting with the animals. So this past summer, I said, I'm not ready, but I'm going to do it anyways. And I just decided, let's have a kid's summer camp. And so we had two weeks of summer camp this summer. They were both full. The kids loved it. We had an absolute blast. And really, I mean, we had tons of activities planned, but their favorite thing was to play with the chickens. I mean, they just wanted to be out here with the animals, you know, in the sunshine. And it was just a blast. I cannot wait to do it again. It was so cute to watch, and I was extremely jealous of all of these children. Like, I wanted to come to farm camp. I think I even Thank messaged you. you and said, can I come to farm camp? Like, I'll yeah, come right. down we, there. I had, a lot, I had a lot of people say, when's the adult camp? When's the adult version? So I might have to do that sometimes. See, but that, that's got to be yeah, on your next so list. Yeah, Right? So fun. And then also the other thing that I basically just live vicariously through you on Instagram. And I tell my husband (laughs) about all of the fun things that you do. And I'm like, can we do these things too? And he's like, stop following Paige because we're busy. (laughs) We're busy. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us about puppy yoga. Oh my gosh, our puppies. Well, again, I don't mean for these things to happen. They just do. So, you know, if you have dogs that are not fixed, they're probably going to have puppies, but 
That is what has happened here. So we have our farm dogs, our Great Pyrenees dogs, and they had a litter of puppies. And again, it was one of those things where everybody wants to pet the puppies and can I come see the puppies and can you bring the puppies over, things like that. And it was really when goat yoga was sort of all the rage. I mean, it still kind of is, but everybody was doing goat yoga. And I thought, well, puppies are real cuddly and real cute. So I have a good girlfriend who owns a yoga studio here in town. And we teamed up and we decided to bring the puppies over and have a yoga class and let the puppies, you know, come lay on you and cuddle with you. And it has been a huge hit. Huge. Like, Again, where's my ticket to come down right? to Dripping Springs? <laughs> right, <I know>. like, <laughs> it's funny because I fixed one of our dogs and I thought that would be the end of puppy yoga. And just last week, her daughter had a litter, a surprise litter on me. So everyone's like, yay, more puppy yoga. That's exactly <laughs> you know, what I thought. I'm thinking, <laughs> I have eight dogs. Ah, what am I going to do with these dogs? Yeah. So everyone's excited. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So Paige, you are a first generation farmer. Tell us what have been some of your biggest struggles in coming into this new phase of your life. Yeah, I think, again, being a first generation farmer, I don't know what I'm doing. And I think sometimes that helps because I'm not afraid to ask the questions and I'm not afraid to say, hey, I'm a new farmer. Can you help me? But it also means the lessons you learn are often really hard whether that's the death of one of your livestock animals or, you know, whether it's you losing a bunch of money or losing your time that you've committed to that project or that animal. It's just, if you make a mistake, the lessons that you learn often come at a big price. So that's been really hard. What are some of the resources that have been the most helpful to you, do you think? Well, Google and YouTube. I mean, you can (laughs) learn anything on YouTube, that's for sure. And then just people in the community. I feel like locally, again, I find people at the feed shops all the time that I can ask questions to or just friends that I've made here in Dripping Springs locally. Everybody really wants to help you. In my experience, it's not a competition between the farmers here. It's definitely more of a how can I help you? Let's collaborate. You know, do you have a question about this or that? So that's been really great. That's good. It's great to have an online community as well as people that you can actually ask questions to face to face and totally not a competition, like for sure. So, yeah, totally. Have you been loving the Rural Woman podcast? Are you wondering how you can support the show? Well, friend, I'm happy to announce that I've recently joined Patreon. What is Patreon? Well, it's a membership based platform that provides a simple way for you to contribute to the Rural Woman podcast every month and get exclusive rewards in return. Memberships start as low as $2 a month. Seriously, that's less than your grande, skinny, extra hot caramel macchiato with whip. Wondering what the rewards are? Well, they include promo codes for Shop Wild Rose Farmer, draws for the Rural Woman podcast merchandise, shout outs on the show, and more. Your financial support of the Rural Woman podcast will help make it possible for the stories of women in agriculture to continue to be shared. So head on over to wildrosefarmer.com to find out more information about how you can become a patron through Patreon. What is some advice that you would give to somebody looking in to becoming a farmer? My advice would be just do it. 
I mean, don't wait until you're perfectly lined up and ready to go because it will never happen. Like, just go for it. You know, if you want to start small, get a flock of chickens. Chickens are so easy and they're fun and they're great for kids. Kids love chickens. You know, start small and just go for it. I mean, that's what we did and we've never looked back and it's been amazing. That's awesome. So what are your future growth plans, I guess, for Blackberry Farms then? Well, we just this last summer got a grant to build a high tunnel, a big greenhouse hub. And so we just finished that. So I'm hoping to do some fall veggies and flowers there. Really, I want to just get people out to the farm more often. I'd like to do some farm to table dinners and definitely more camps. I'm trying to convert our garage right now into a usable like classroom space. So I'd love to have some classes on whether it's, you know, making breads and cinnamon rolls like we do here at the farm or candle making with using beeswax or any idea that I can come up with. I just, I want to get more people out here to the farm to connect with us, to see what we say we're doing is really what we're doing. And just, you know, just get out here with the animals. People seem to really, really enjoy that aspect of it. I think that's the best part of farming for me is being with the critters outside. And I actually cannot believe I've skipped over the cinnamon bun talk here. I can't (laughs) believe that wasn't my first question for you. If you don't follow cinnamon rolls. Right. If you don't follow Paige on Instagram, you should, unless you (laughs) are going to like gorge your diet. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Unless you're on a diet, because yeah. Paige makes the most beautiful, delicious looking cinnamon rolls I have ever seen. So <laughs> thank you. Again, They're you need good. to teach me how to make cinnamon rolls. I as will well send as, you the recipe. <laughs> I, th- I think really, I, I think it's about the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. I don't have a milk cow, so I don't know if I can <laughs> yeah. swing the freshest thing. That'd be a like little tough. Can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you, think that goes along with you know, we've gotten so far away from that, the homemade baked goods and things like that, that I think when people get them again and they try them again, they're like, oh yeah, this is good. This is better than the one that's been sitting on the shelf for three weeks at the grocery store. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you are one talented lady, Paige. Oh, thank you. I have enjoyed getting to know you. My last question for you is what is the most rewarding part about being a farmer for you? Oh man, there's so many things. That's a tough question. I think just getting to raise my kids in this environment is pretty amazing. I think they take advantage of it now, but hopefully looking back on it, they'll appreciate that they got to grow up on a farm. But I just love the fact that they are outside all the time. Like this summer, our TV in our living room broke and we just didn't replace it. I mean, we just realized we don't watch it all that often. And we're outside doing stuff and we're so busy all the time that, you know, we don't necessarily need it. So I think just having the kids being out there, having the kids, well, and myself, you know, having that connection with our food and being able to put really nutritious things in our body. I'm just super thankful because lots of people want to do this, but can't, and we're getting the opportunity to actually do it. So it's just awesome. I just love it. I love it. I love you, Paige. Yeah. You are oh, one talented lady. So <laughs> Thank you so much. I would say the same about you. I'm so impressed with everything y'all have done and this podcast and even like, you know, the mental health Mondays, things that you do. I just, I love all of it. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. 
Oh, all the love. Okay. All the love. <laughs> Paige, for the listeners who would like to stay in contact with you after the episode, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Black Bear Farm. And we're also on Facebook, Black Bear Farm and Apiary, A-P-I-A-R-Y. It's kind of a funky word. And we're online, blackbearfarmandapiary.com. We have a little shop. And oh, this year, I also hope to start shipping some of our products. So I'm definitely diving deep into that. And hopefully I'll be able to have more stuff on our website that's available to people that aren't local. That's awesome. And I will put all of those links in the show notes so people can find you and connect with you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I have thoroughly enjoyed it and I'm glad thank you, agree- you I'm glad you agreed to talk to me and thank you oh, Corey for so making scared. her talk to me <laughs> I know he was like just schedule the podcast <laughs> like okay I will <laughs> give Corey a big hug for me so I will <laughs> thanks for listening to the rural woman podcast for show notes head on over to wildrosefarmer.com. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at wildrosefarmer. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, share it with a friend. We'll see you next time.